I could have stayed with that music festival because it was only one month out. I could have gone through all the checks and balances of here's the reasons and the pros and cons. And I was like, whatever, this just doesn't feel right. I don't need a checks and balances. I don't need a pros and cons. I just need a, a gut check and mm-mm, this ain't it. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, uplevel your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome back to another episode of The Get Up Girl. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about choice. Yeah, girl, you heard it right. We're going to be talking about choice and how you always, 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 it sounds like a little song, always, always, always have a choice. Girl, you always have a choice. Look, I learned this lesson about three years ago really well. I thought I had it down. I thought I knew what choice was. I thought I got it. And then whoa, it just like hit me in the face. And I want to share this story with you because it completely changed the way I saw choice. It completely changed the trajectory of how I saw myself having control over what I would like to do in my business and in my life because I thought I had choice. I thought I was making choices. I thought I was making decisions. However, I was still kind of like in jail around the term I don't have a choice here. Well, I don't have a choice. I have to do this. Some of you may know that I produced a music festival about three years ago. If you're listening to this in real time, it was around 2016, 2017. And I produced a music festival in the city of Alhambra called Mainfest. And I had this idea and everyone thought I was nuts. And look, girl, this is a whole other episode that we'll talk about that music festival. Today, we're talking about choice. I did the first year. It was great. 5,000 people came out. It was great. And it was also horrible on my body and my mind because it was so stressful. Like I said, that's a whole other episode. And then the second year came about to do this music festival. And look, the second year was so much tougher. The second year, I actually thought it was going to be simpler and it was actually harder, more uphill more choices to make, more of what the heck am I doing moments where I thought the second year would actually be more downhill, a little more easier than the first year, right? We think, hey, it's the second time I'm doing this. It should actually be simpler. And I think about it like a baby because as a business owner, you birth these ideas and you actually are pregnant with them for a while. And I was pregnant with this idea for about two years, but then actually brought it to fruition and took about a year, right? So a little less than nine months that you carry an actual baby, but you do birth something. And then at the end, you're exhausted and you go through postpartum and then you got to do it again, right? And as your child is now two years old, so the child's two years old now and they're starting to walk and they're starting to do different things. So you actually think it's going to be easier, but it actually just changes. And that's how it was for the second year. And look, 
I didn't want to go through with it because I was having second thoughts. I was having doubts. The bands that I was booking were not truly the bands that I wanted to get. And I started to see where I allowed, I did this. I allowed people to change my mind, talk me into things that I really, really didn't want to do. And I knew in my intuition, I knew my awareness, I knew what to say yes and what to say no to and what to choose and what not to. But from the beginning, I allowed other people to change my mind. And so by the end, as we're getting closer to this music festival, it did not feel right. And I'm highly intuitive and I knew that it was off. Something was off. This is not working. I'm going to lose a lot of money. And the first year I, I'm going to say invested a lot of money. And again, like I said, girl, this is a whole other episode. And, but I didn't see it as a loss. I saw it as an investment for the first year. And going into the second year, I saw now this one was going to be a loss. I am going to lose. Actually, bye-bye, sayonara, never, ever going to see you again. Money. Where the first year I thought, oh, I'm going to invest this. It's going to come back to me. I'm building this, right? It's going to build. And then from there, I can reap the benefits. This is the seed and the seed needs to grow. Well, second year, girl, the seed, the crop, everything was dead. Okay. And I knew it. I knew going into it. I looked back and I didn't give myself grace at that moment. I beat myself up. I was so miserable. I was pissed off. I was depressed. And this is before I had canceled the event. So yes, if you're listening to this and didn't know, I did cancel the event. So moving into it, it was awful. I would have panic attacks. I would cry uncontrollably out of nowhere. And this was my body telling me, uh, girl, this ain't right. What are you doing? Like, no, uh uh-uh. But I didn't give myself grace at that moment. I took what my body was telling me as like a punishment. I took like she was mad at me. And she wasn't mad at me. She was trying to get my attention. She was trying to be like, girl, wake up. Get up, girl. This is, this is going to kill you. So with that being said, I was crying uncontrollably and so depressed. And I was having weekly, biweekly calls with my coach. Shout out to Marianne, Emma Jeff. And she was my business coach for that particular piece at that time. I had a few at that time. And remember, I'm sitting on my couch and I'm talking to her and she's helping me with the music festival and moving forward and also other parts of my businesses that were not the music festival, totally other businesses. And I could not stop crying. She could not coach me because I could not stop crying. I was so pissed off. I'm yelling. I'm just like, ah. And the phone conversation, she got quiet. And she said, Joanna, you have a choice. She said it calmly like that. She said it so profoundly like that. And I came back with, I don't have a choice. I don't have a choice. I have to do this. She says, why do you think that you don't have a choice? And this was my answer. I said, if I do not go through with this music festival, those record companies, record labels, huge record labels, million-dollar companies are going to sue me. Oh, my gosh, do you understand? Like, they're going to sue me. And I just went, I defended my limitation with her. I defended it to the end because I wanted to be right. I wanted to be so right, even though I was like not feeling so right. And I defended it. And she said, well, you do have a choice. And she said it calmly, right? 
We got off that phone call. And then we had another phone call a week later. And again, I'm crying. I'm pissed off. I'm depressed. I keep saying those same things because I want to make sure that you understand where I was. It was awful. It was so bad where my boyfriend just didn't want to be around me at the time because I could just not stop crying. And he was like, just make a choice, do something. I'm like, you don't get it. I could see my baby going down the drain. And it hurt because I had put so much effort, so much sweat, so much money, so much convincing into people the first year that if the second year didn't work out, it felt like a waste of time, a waste of energy. Fill in X, Y, Z. It was everything of that nature. I'm talking to Marianne next week, and now she says it again. She gets quiet on the phone and says, Joanna, you have a choice. And this time it got in, and I was quiet. And I took a breath and I said, are you sure I have a choice? Are you sure? Because it really doesn't feel like I have a choice. And then she said, you always have a choice. And the way she said it gave me control, gave me confidence to know that I did have choice. And then I went into questioning and I started to ask questions. What's right about this right now that I'm not seeing? If I cancel this music festival, is this going to create the most for my life? If I cancel this music festival, will everything be okay that later in my life will find the trajectory from this moment? Now, I knew if I canceled it, it's not going to be okay. It wasn't going to be fun, so to speak. But when I say okay, I'm talking about in the next year, the next five years, the long run, the ripple effect, the ripple from the pebble in the water. Later on from that ripple, it would be much more clean if I said that the music festival was canceled. And at that moment, I took a breath and I said, give me a moment and I will call you back. And I talked to my boyfriend at the time and I said, look, I'm thinking about canceling it. And his face was, you know, calm and, all right, if we cancel it, what are we going to do? And the biggest thing that I knew that if I canceled it, I needed help. I couldn't do it alone. And the old past Joanna would have done it by herself. She would have figured it out and she would have killed herself, but she would have done it on her own. And the new Joanna was new. (laughs) She was very aware that if I cancel this, I'm going to fall, and I need help. And at that moment, I text all my girlfriends, all my business girlfriends, and my coach at the time, and I said, SOS, your girl needs help. I'm falling. Emergency meeting tonight at so-and-so's house. And they all text back right away. We're their girl. I mean, they like moved mountains, got kids, babysitters, things like that, in order to be there for me. Because I was so clear with, I need help, I'm drowning, SOS, all hands on deck. I think I said those exact words, all hands on deck, I'm drowning, I need you more than ever, meeting tonight, 7 p.m. at so-and-so's house. And they all showed up. And I remember walking up to that house, that meeting, shaking, so scared. And you know what I was more afraid of? I was more afraid of 
showing how wounded I was to my girlfriends, showing how scared I was to them. It wasn't about being vulnerable because I've been vulnerable around them, but for them to see how freaking scared I was, scared like there was a gun to my head type scared, and that I was having a panic attack. I was literally shaking and could not walk by myself, and I was in a constant tear of of cries. (laughs) Is that even? I was in a constant cry of tears where it would just not stop like a water faucet. And as we sat down, we sat on her floor and kind of made like a little circle of a tribe. And I thought of something, you know, back in the day of how women would get together as a tribe to figure and help each other out. And it felt very much like that. And so my boyfriend was there at the time. There was only one male and he was there to protect and help me, but he wasn't there to solve a problem. He was there to hold me up as the other girls were. My girls were there, though, to help me strategize and to help lift me up and to help reiterate that they're there for me and that I'm going to be okay. And that if I get sued, we're going to do it together. And it felt very light, like I wasn't going to get sued. For some reason, my intuition told me it's going to be okay. But if I knew they sued me, I just, I don't know what they were going to take, right? So here goes the whole thing. I sit down with the girls and I told them, I'm thinking about canceling the music festival. And they took a deep breath. And I said, I'm scared. I need your support. What do you think I should do? What do you think? I want to know what you think. I know what I think. I know what my intuition's saying. But what is your intuition saying? What are you thinking? And they all said, you all have a choice. You have a choice, Joanna, and we're here for you. And I walked away from that tribe of women feeling so much better, like I had lost 100 pounds. And at that moment, I made the decision to cancel the music festival. And we went home that day, and my boyfriend said, I will make all the calls for you because I know you're not strong enough. And I said, that was the only way I could have done it. I couldn't have made those calls. I just literally... It wasn't out of fear that I was hiding. I literally could not make the call. Like I would have just burst into tears. It wasn't going, it was just not a smart choice for me to make the call. So he called the talent producer, the one that booked all the talent, right? He called the record labels. He called the whole team. And to this day, I do feel a little bit like a coward because I didn't do it myself. But if I did it myself, I don't think it would have ever happened. Okay, so lesson learned. This is three years ago, so now I I think I probably could have done it differently now, but as I've grown. And when he called the talent director guy, all he did was scare us. And he scared us as in, they're going to sue you. They're going to take your house. They're going to take your car. They're going to take your businesses. They're going to take everything. He was acting out of fear because he didn't want to lose this gig and lose his good name. And I said, I'm not going to do this just because I'm going to save his name. Uh, Life happens, things happen, and oh well, okay? But I can tell that I wanted to make this choice just out of being, saving his face, out of being liked so that he will like me. And I knew that he wasn't going to like me because now he's going to get a bad reputation on his name. Hey, but that's life, okay? With that being said, 
I never got sued. Nothing ever happened. I didn't lose anything from that, but I did lose money that was invested into the music festival beforehand. And I will be talking about that on another episode. With everything of this episode of the Get Up Girl, I want to let you know that you always do have a choice. It may feel like you don't. It was so concrete to me that I did not have a choice. This is a music festival. This is huge. This is million-dollar companies. They're already booked. And I did not mention that this was one month out from the event. It wasn't six months. It wasn't a year. It was less than 30 days. They were all set. They had airplane tickets booked. X, Y, Z, fill it in. They had it all set. So for me to cancel it took a lot of balls. And after making that choice, there were repercussions, but that's not actually the energy of the word that I would like to use, but that's what's coming to to me right now. But you get what I'm saying, right? There were things that happened because of that choice. And it took me seriously, no joke, two to three years to get over it. And just now I'm like seeing the light. Just now I'm like, oh, I'm feeling a little bit better. I'm getting a little bit of ease. It's like the air is let out of the tires. Like, oh, because that was a big loss for me. It was very traumatic for me as a business owner. I felt like I had failed, like I was not a good business owner. I'd been in business over 20 years and I still got it wrong. And that's another moral of the story. Just because you've done something doesn't mean that you're always going to do it right. It's sometimes it's, it's just, it didn't work. That's it. It didn't work. And I made some choices beforehand in the first year and the half of the second year that were not setting me up for big success. And with that being said, I want you to remember that you always have a choice. Always. Everything is a choice. To wake up in the morning is a choice. What you're going to wear is a choice. Uh, If you're going to marry that person, that's a choice. If you're going to divorce that person, it's a choice. And sometimes I've heard my girlfriends or people say that, you know, I'm married and I don't have a choice. I'm here. You always have a choice. Everything is a choice. And when I think about my last breath on this planet and on my quote unquote deathbed, I want to be happy. I want to have my last breath with a smile on my face. And that's going to take making choices, not being stuck in things that don't serve me. And I could have stayed with that music festival. Because it was only one month out, I could have gone through all the checks and balances of here's the reasons and the pros and cons. And I was like, whatever, this just doesn't feel right. I don't need a checks and balances. I don't need a pros and cons. I just need a a gut check. And mm -mm, this ain't it. Because I know my body is smart and she's telling me, "Mm, this ain't it, girl. And do something different. I truly hope this helps one of you. If it does, please DM me on Instagram. I love to hear your DMs. DM me at Joanna Vargas Official. I'm your girl. I would love to hear how you've made a choice or maybe there's a choice that you're facing today and a little help of going into questions. Ask questions. What's right about this right now that I'm not seeing? How can I shift this? And really get curious. Don't ask a question and then fill in the answer. Really get curious and see what comes up. And your body and life will send you little signs. It will. And my signs were depression and sadness and crying. (laughs) And my body was throwing a tantrum until I listened, you know? 
wow, well, I already feel better. You know, I felt like I was just at the, <laughs> at the therapist's office <laughs> letting everything go. This podcast is the greatest. I'm already feeling like five pounds lighter. So thank you for listening. Remember, you always have a choice. Get up, girl. You got this. I got you. Keep going. Mm, have a great day. Bye, y'all. Thank you so much for listening. If you loved this episode and know of another girl who can benefit from this message, please share it with your girlfriends and tag me on Instagram at Joanna Vargas Official. I love your DMs. Also, I would be honored if you'd take 30 seconds and give the Get Up Girl a five-star review. I appreciate and love you all. And remember, girl, to get up and live fully.